Sometimes in life you find yourself on the right side of the line, where the skies open up and cast a towering shadow, guarding you from the worst life has to offer. And then... That same sky rips away that warm blanket from your clutching arms and casts it into the night. Now, you are on the wrong side of the line. And that's why I'm here. To keep you in line. A line we call the Dry Line. Now a member of the Global Ag Network. I couldn't think of anything to put in that silent spot this week, Landon, but... Uh, that was pretty good. Yeah, you know, it was original. Well, there, everybody, this is the Dryline Farmer Podcast. I don't know if... Is this... Are we turning into a meaty... Uh, is this like a movie slash song critics hour now or something? Almost. Because we're not talking about farming anymore, really. No, we're talking cover songs. Yeah, well, it's better than cover crops, I guess. That's the closest <laughs> we can get to cover... I ought to write yeah. a cover crop cover song, eh? I yeah. don't guess it's a cover song if you write it yourself. Hmm. Something to think about. Well, everybody, we're glad everybody's out there listening, and you're telling each and every one that you come across. I know, like, you go to the store or whatever. You go down to Jibos, Tractor Supply. What's up in the Midwest? They, what's that gas station they're always talking about? Casey's, where they get their, their, I guess, like, it's the best pizza in the entire world, like, better than New York or Chicago. Better and, than Domino's? Well, let's not get crazy. <laughs> but uh, actually, we had Domino's last. That's the big bonus of the kids starting up swimming again because they get to go to Domino's once a week. She brings home Domino's with the Domino's. <laughs> once a week? Man. <laughs> it's pretty slick, man. Why My, can't we do podcasts that night? Well, it was last oh, last night. Yeah, Monday. No. Well, we can move to Monday nights. Hmm. I have to look into that. Yeah, you don't have like softball or darts or something. Do you don't you? get cheese pizza, do you? No, we get, uh, what do we get? Meat. Meat lovers, hamburger, hamburger with the. Uh, the thing I like about Domino's is they they roll their uh, crust in the cornbread. Man, that's that's the shiznit right there. The stuff. cornbread covers. You ever get Brooklyn style crust? That is is that the deep dip? No, it's kind of thin, thin kinda, crust, but no, but not all the way thin. It's pretty good. I do like deep down. We went to mm. and when we were you in like Chicago, deep down. <laughs> Don't get me started, brother. <laughs> Hey, we were in Chicago one uh, here. Oh, God, it's been four or five years ago when we went and visited the or toured the, the uh, Windy Board City. Of Trade. Yeah, and it wasn't very windy. <laughs> That's not why they call it the Windy City. It's because of the windy politicians. Oh, okay. Well, boy, they got. Well, I figured they call it like Crooked City or <laughs> Corrupt City or something, if that's the case. Yeah, they probably should. Anyway, so we went up there and, and toured the tr- uh, Board of Trade and everything. And uh, they, uh, my broker, he gave me a number of the guy, uh, his uh, trader up there in Chicago, and he they gave us a lowdown on some uh, local uh, p- famous pizza place. So we took a cab. This was before Uber. Took a cab over. It wasn't the south side of Chicago, but I'm sure somebody got murdered on the day before or the day after we were there So because I didn't hear any gunshots the day we were there. But uh, went to this little um, pizza place over. I think it was in West Chicago, and uh, it was okay. It was better than probably Deep Dish here in Hartford, but – one time when we were in when I was in DC that one summer and we went up to Philadelphia and I went and toured around there and of course what do you get what do you eat when you're touring Philadelphia Landon 
Philly cheesesteak? A Philly cheesesteak sandwich, and I couldn't have been more disappointed. I've had better Philly cheesesteak sandwiches at the Subway in Hereford, Texas on 25 Mile Avenue. Do they make Philly cheesesteaks at Subway? I don't know. I just had to figure out, (laughs) think of a a really mundane restaurant in a small town on a name brand street. R&J's in Hereford makes a damn good Philly. They do? I didn't think they made... I hadn't been there. Last time I was there, like the... The heaviest food they had there was like a BLT. No, we go there every Wednesday. It, it's awesome. Nice. So this is, uh, yeah, this is next to where the old hospital used to be, and now they, they store a bunch yes. of, yeah. Stop it! Oh, sorry, I just yelled into the microphone. I'm going to have to, like, mark that spot. This thing, and I don't know if that's even, I don't think it's recording it, but uh, these alerts keep coming up on my uh, my uh, computer that I need to uh, renew my extended warranty on the computer. No, I'm just kidding. But uh, anyway, yeah, so it's, uh, yeah, we've been there. It's like... Like four phone booths put together, and it's not the size of it. <laughs> it's a glass case of emotion. Yeah, <laughs> it it's good. is. That's for sure. It's good stuff. So the I'm gonna have to try the Philly cheesesteak. Yeah, sounds... they have a they have an avocado chicken wrap. It it's good. They're good. Is that before you go and buy your white claws, or after you go and buy your white claws? <laughs> oh, it's usually during. <laughs> is it pretty? <laughs> it's pretty. It's not a very manly. Yeah. Well, uh, I'm sure uh, eating healthy is probably up my uh, where I need to go. So, anyway, guys, I don't know. We just uh, got off on food there, but um, we didn't. Not that's what she said, but we were just talking about <laughs> ranted off on it. That's uh, really good. This <laughs> it, and I, and I, <laughs> it's this. <laughs> I tell you what, man, you can reference everything to a Seinfeld episode. It's like food and sex; these are my two passions. <laughs> if I could, uh, it's like you've got your strawberries and your chocolate sauce, and uh, what was the um, what was the? It was a, some kind of su- uh, sub sandwich or something yeah. on rye with hot mustard. Anyway, um, but no, this isn't that episode. Th- that's a different episode. This episode is the it's the we think we know better about song production, even though we've never produced a song episode, and um, more. Uh, more distinctly, we're talking remakes on famous songs that were written years before. And uh, we're going to get into that in our main segment here after all this local harvest reports uh, talk we're talking uh, going to report on. And because we figured we got to figure um, fit in a little bit of uh, agriculture every once in a while, I guess. Is that you think that's necessary, Landon? Yeah, we should do we should we should do so, do a little ag since we're on the talk. since we're on the global ag network yeah. and uh, while we're talking about media sources that's where you can find this bad boy that's on the global ag network headed up by Delaney Hal and Mike Pearson and uh, you're gonna find all find all of the other great podcasts that's Casey do the do the deuce Casey the deuce Seymour and speaking of Casey Seymour he does the Moving Iron podcast we will be doing a joint pod, uh, podcast for the opening kickoff season uh, opening kickoff weekend when is, is it's not this weekend it's the kickoff of what football nfl football is it's not it's probably not for another week isn't it yeah college is this week college and is this football week. is next and uh so we're gonna record a joint podcast this week i don't know when it's gonna drop but we're gonna record it uh, i think on thursday landon are you gonna be available for that or are you gonna I, be tied up i think so i think i think i might be able to be here I, th- I don't think we're playing softball tomorrow so thursday today's tuesday Tomorrow's Wednesday. Right, We're going to record it Thursday. When you have a two-year-old, you can't just leave every night. You can't oh. take every night off. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, well, pencil us in if you, if you can. I think I can. 
Well, great. Okay, well, anyway, so that's coming up in the offing. And uh, back to our uh, other podcast, we've got Girls Talk Ag. I noticed they had another podcast drop here this past week. The Impossible Podcast, I believe, is what it was called. Hmm. So check that out, and uh, you can find all of us on all the places you can find podcasts. That's iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and anything and anywhere else that the billions upon billions of podcasts are put on the Internet. Hey, Brent. What's your Twitter Twitter handle? Hey, good thinking, Landon. Twiddle. It is mm. at Trader Brent. And Landon, what's your Twitter handle? It's no twit Landon 44 That's where you're going to find us tweeting and retweeting the podcast episode drop. And also you can find us on Facebook. Even though I don't know if Landon might, I think you're the only person that listens to it on via the Facebook. True. Oh, I love Facebook. So Brent, Ugh. so you know we're pretty much in ag Twitter. And I think it's kind of sad when... Probably the, the the thing we looked at, probably both of us looked at most today was somebody spelling boob and meow with their oh. <laughs> with their with their alphabet soup. That was uh, Sammy. That was Sammy, wasn't it? I mean, yeah. we're gonna have to look that up real quick. We gotta see. I gotta write down all this stuff because I gotta tweet at him. I gotta mention him in the drop. So I think it was Sammy. Let me pull her. <laughs> let me pull her up. Uh, let's see. Okay, S A M M I. Sammy. Sandwich? No, not Sammy. Sammy Wangs Wangsness. You think that's her real last name? Sammy, is that your real last name, or is that just kind of how you had to fit in the? Um, is it, I hope it's her because I just spent a whole lot of time on it. Yeah, meow and boob, or, or you think it could be B O and O B, boa because they're the boa. <laughs> well, I mean, you got your B O, which is good, and your newer, which is good too. <laughs> so uh, Sammy Wangsness, uh, I'm gonna have to drop you in here. Um, thanks for the, uh, I don't know. Is that like, you think it's like an ink block test or you think that was on purpose? Maybe it was just a miracle and it actually came out that way. Yeah. Wouldn't that, that's a, now if that's not a prophecy, I don't know what is. Yeah. So Sammy, I'm going to call it Wangsness. Or is that like the essence of Sammy, your Wangsness? Maybe she likes eating chicken wings <laughs> or something. Who knows? She's got finesse to her Wangness. I don't know. Wangsness. I don't that, that sounds, that Spanish? <laughs> Possibly. Es <laughs> posible. Es posible. Oh my God. Look at Will Smith and his Aladdin. I just, I know we talked about that, but. My first wish would be that he cuts that thing off oh his head. My God. So that's not a man. Is that a man wiener or what is that? I don't want to know. Oh God. That's scary. Oh, the, the screensaver on the TV just popped up and it had an Aladdin advertisement on it. So. Landon, uh, did you did you like my uh, motivational tweet? Yeah, was it two days yesterday or two days ago where I said life can suck, so you need us to, and you need to listen to the Dryland Farmer podcast? I did like that. I tried to drop in a Doctor Laura reference in there, but I just I ran out of characters. Man, she's good. Man, I tell you what, she don't give. She's the honey badger of psychiatry. Go do the right thing, Brent. That's right. I am my now. See. I listened to her when I was in, at Tech, and uh, she was always, that was back when her kids were still in school and everything. So back then, she was her kid's mom. And, that, and I guess now she's her husband's whore, I mean, hus, whore, husband's wife. And she's not, apparently, he's, she's not her kid's mom anymore. Now, I guess they're out of the house. She's back to being her husband's wife. Well, her husband passed away. And, really? Uh, mm-hmm. And her son has grown up, and I think she has a grandkid now. Kimmy listens to her every day. Oh, really? So what does she say now? When did he die? Oh, recently? I think within a couple years. Hmm, interesting. But Dr. she's Lincoln. setting people straight left and right. Yeah, man, I tell you what, she's... she drives one of those three wheel motorcycles. Oh God, those trikes. <laughs> yeah. Those are like those are like three times as dangerous as Probably. a regular motorcycle. Do, do they have two wheels on the front or on, it's on the front, isn't it? 
Well, no, I mean, they make them both. I don't. They don't. Call yeah, I don't know what They don't she call has. them tracks if the if the single wheels in the back. They call them a track if the, if it's in yeah. the front. Okay. But, yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't know which one. But no, they. I've heard they like like the the tracks, the one the single in the front. I've heard they are actually more dangerous because if you take a turn, it's all it gets all awkward and the weight gets off center and everything, and it's all jacked up. Kind of like, like when you turn a swather too fast. Almost. Yeah, I can't imagine, dude. So my brother-in-law brought out a he. They live ten miles south of town, and we're ten miles north of town. And he, this has been a few years ago, and he brought his swather out, and um, it took him, God, it took him two hours. It's like, I was like, Sal, what's the top speed on that bad boy? Well, it's eighteen, but you can really only handle it about eleven, because the back wheels, you know, or the or the front tires, the drivers, and also the steering. And oh, the back wow. wheels are just, you know, they just freewheel, mm-hmm. and it's just like, man, it'll it'll whip you off the side of the road. Wow! If you're if you can't control it. But speaking of which, my dad had a kind of a clo- not a close call, fortunately, but he had a blowout on the uh, on the he was hauling cleats yesterday and got a belly dump and front the steering wheel on the driver's side blew out. And he was coming back west of uh, Don Cattle Feeders, and right there, if if you're not really uh, familiar with uh, Central to Southern Desmith County, <laughs> there is a, a feed yard, and he was headed west. And this feed yard, as you go down past it, it gets into a lake bottom. So the highway is built up about eighty to eighty feet above the lake bottom, and it falls off pretty quick once you leave the highway. So anyway, he called. This happened yesterday, so he called me. We were at lunch and finished up, and said, "Yeah, I got a blowout." Anyway, so I get out there, and uh, sure enough, I mean, if there would have been an oncoming anything, it would have been a terrible head-on collision but fortunately it's really a light traffic highway so because i saw the skid marks and it freaking pulled him over in the left lane and he didn't quite and it's like a highway with no shoulder and he didn't quite get to the edge of the shoulder but if he would have been on his phone or if he would have been not paying attention it could have been a bad episode but and as everybody knows it's been close to a tire blowing out on a semi that's a hundred pounds of compressed bomb making sound equipment it's pretty scary. It's amazing how many tires have blown out close to our house going up and down the highway, but I guess we need to pull those spike strips up finally. But um, anyway, so that kind of segues in over to our uh, farm talk and ag talk because you use trucks to haul your grain to the elevator, Landon. And mm-hmm. right now in uh, Castro and now in Despeth County, people are hauling silage and cutting silage, Landon. What have you heard? Oh, heard the yields aren't as good as what people are thinking. You're thinking, I've heard anywhere, I've heard 16 tons, I've heard 13 tons, I've heard, I haven't heard anything, our best I've heard is 25 tons, and they thought it would at least make 30, and it wasn't even close, and they can't, once they start cutting the field, they can't get it out fast enough, because the moisture drops like crazy, and, of course, I gotta get the thing off the cord, because that cell phone, so, do you listen to AM radio a lot? No, because I listen to it all the time. And when you go by lots of telephone um, electrical lines, especially going up and down Highway 60, you can't hear nothing on AM radio. Oh, I know. I have freaking electricity. I guess, man, it is on the same frequency or same whatever. People in their landlines. Oh, gosh. I mean, I'll tell you what. It's just nothing I can stand. But anyway, yeah. So uh, if anybody is if any market makers are listening to. This episode right now, go ahead and buy, get like contract limit long on your corn because the corn crop in Desmith and Castro counties in the Texas Panhandle are at least 20 to 30% lower. And um, 
I don't know if that's just going to, you know, we've, Landon and I were talking before we started recording, and, uh, you know, we've got ears out there. Most all the ears look really well. Of course, the stalks are drying down prematurely due to this nasty weather. So yesterday, Landon, did it get to 100? I I think it only got the 97, I believe. Yeah, 97 or 98. This morning, it was 60 and misting. Yeah, it was And it great. missed it all, all, all until uh, I was going to go spray some cotton this morning, and, of course, I couldn't do it because it was... Yeah, I don't think we ever saw the 80s today. No, I don't think we did. Well, I don't know. I About 4 or 5 o'clock, it was, the sun kind of broke out, and it was getting kind of kind which, of up there in the maybe which, close to 80. Which were these music videos. We've been living in the 80s. But. Oh, man. Yeah, so <laughs> we're going we're gonna to talk, like I said, uh, we're talking cover songs, uh, remakes this week. And um, I don't know if the, these will make it into this episode or not, but I've got a couple so- uh, questions about songs. And I guess they were, I don't know, these were 90s. But... Um, a lot of gender confusion in in a couple of these, and um, I've got some questions that maybe Landon can answer. But uh, until then, we're going to stick with the song remix this week, and uh, that's coming up. But first, we've got the Zany Investor Group. Now, this is a futures and options brokerage that uh, don't get it confused with the Xander Group because uh, that's the sponsor of the Ag News Daily podcast. And um, this is their uh, East Texas redneck cousin, uh, and... Um, so you're going to hear from them. They're our sponsor this week, and then Radar Ricardo's got his – man, he's got it all over the place forecast, and um, he's going to be giving that to us. And then it's song remakes on the Dryline Farmer Podcast. Give us all your money. Right now. Hey everybody, Billy Zane here with the Zany Group. And after my second stint in rehab for Blue Ice Crystal Meth, I have joined my dad, two cousins, and stepbrother to bring you the finest marketing advice in agriculture. Limit up, limit down. We just want to get down because investing in futures and options is easy. We've never lost one dollar of cash we've never had one losing trade that's right and after my dad's third stint in rehab for sniffing glue and melting down aluminum cans and pouring them on the back of his neck he is back and my other two brothers they ran moonshine for a little while and then they found out that it wasn't illegal to sell it anymore and so their market share kind of crashed so it kind of went limit down on them and everything so um that's why we're here. We're on the up and up. We're on the legal. You just send us a wire so we can we can just start making money. It's easy. They always say the risk of futures and options is dangerous and you should only risk risk capital, you know, extra capital or whatever. We say give us your grocery money because we're going to put it to work. That's right. Maybe that spread's only $100. It's still 50 bucks a cent on the corn and on the beans and on the wheat. Billy Zane with the Zany Group. We want to get down with your money, and we want to get down with you. Hey, Capron. Hey, check it out, my dog. I'm going to do it like all the channels. I've always wanted to do this, hey? Hey, 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 this is Arena Ricardo de la Serio, coming to you live from W-M-E-X. Hey, my dog, what do you think? Hey, man, it's like his best effort, but man, it's live, we gotta go. 
Yeah, whatever. What the, it went, hey, hey, what'd you think of that, Fred? What the, it's like the television is like K-W-E-B-A. I am Reyna Ricardo, standing next to a chick with like double D, like pizza cans, a bunch of chichis, yeah, you know, and he's like a Univision or whatever, like they all start talking real fast, and like even for me, and I speak in the language, and the chichis are just like overwhelming on the girls, like on the weather, weather ladies, they're all kind of like, like three-dimensional or whatever, like coming off of your TV tube, you know, <laughs> tube, you know, yeah. don't, don't even get me started, huh, huh, huh? Ah, but the well, anyway, nonetheless, it's gonna be kind of an up and down forecast. I know. You, hopefully, you had your like hottest, hottest day of the year over with, and now it's gonna be like I know. Yesterday morning or whatever, it was like all drizzly and like gloomy or whatever. And it's kind of the same way this morning, and it's like almost like a purplish sky, like like kind of barneyish, you know. But hey, it's cool. It's damp. And what I mean, what else can you expect? What else can you ask for? What I mean, it's been a crazy summer. I know, and like the Amazon is burning or whatever, and. Beach Donald Trump wants to buy a Greenland and everything, but you know, hey, it's it's the time we live in. You know what I'm saying? But but though it's gonna be like 80 today, and then it's gonna be like 97 tomorrow, and then like the next day 80, and then like the next day 90, and then it's like up and down like Diego's sister on the piñata tree. Yeah, but though, hey, 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 what's up, man? But hey, Bato, this week's sponsor is the Zany Group, the Zany Investor Group. The risk and futures and options is nothing, Bato. It's easy, like anybody can do it and just like margin yourself to the hills. This is Reina Recado and then a serio. Back to you from WKMEX. All right, guys. Thanks, Ricardo. Thanks, Diego, for that team effort on your forecast. It's kind of a little more friendly than it has been. Well, guys, it's time. For a, we're going to do a little song and dance about song and dances. Here we go. Now you tell me that this doesn't sound like a dude. Even if it's a little effeminate. Kind of does. I thought this was... Forever, the first ever transvestite country song that was ever written. Because this chick sounds like a dude. Listen. How many cigarettes do you figure she smoked? I mean, she had to smoke a bunch of cigarettes. I don't know. She kind of sounds like a Ricky Skaggs a little bit. Ricky Skaggs or maybe Vince Gill? No. Maybe the guy that sang Rocky Top? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, she wasn't wearing any Rockies, I don't think. But, I mean, I got the picture over here, and she was pretty shiny. This is 1983. but nice-looking gal. Nice-looking gal back in 1983. I was just a little old two-year-old back in the day. Well, anyway, so that's going to maybe go into our question-and-answer episode, maybe when we're going to take a few questions. Not take a few questions, but answer our own questions. I'm going to answer Brent's questions. Yeah, I like that idea because, Landon, I just I don't know what you're going to ask me, so I just don't let you. Okay. For a raise. <laughs> For a raise. Yeah, I keep waiting on that present. <laughs> yeah. All right. So what's your first? I'm going to let you go first, Landon. Because i got to pick up my pen. All right. So my first one, we're going to stay. I guess we, since we're in ag, we better better do some country music remakes. So so you have a rock band, ZZ Top, and they had a they had a pretty good song called Sharp Dress Man. And then along comes Brad Paisley, and he just butchers the hell out of it with his Every girl crazy better sharp dress man oh, shook a muck. See, I didn't think I ever heard that one before, oh, but awful. when you do it in that accent, it kind of puts it brings it close to home. So I'm gonna pull it up here. I don't know how much if I can play it or not. His versions, every girl's crazy about a sharp dressed man, especially if that man's her cousin. It's <laughs> pretty rough. 
it's pretty it's pretty uh ugh. okay which one his original songs are about checking people for ticks dude that's Wait. all about getting a piece i mean uh, come on i know whatever that's not you didn't use that on uh kimmy i didn't check her for ticks was she, you weren't expecting her to have any though i was hoping not S- sharp dri- oh yeah of course it's in a let's pull it up here <laughs> Say what you want. Brad plays. He, he can pick a mean guitar. Yeah. And the video just makes it all kinds of worse. So, yeah. yeah. So, uh, tell me what's wrong with the remake? W- what aspects of it do you hate the most? Is it uh, the video? Because the video is pretty bad. I've never seen the video. The song's horrible. The original, though. Is it a great one? It's a good song. It's I mean it's not it's not something I crank out and have my head hanging out the window singing it to the world. See, but it, it's a good song. I like the way and I don't know what they do to make the guitar sound the way it does. Is that Tracy Bird in the video? Anyway, the that real kind of hard. Well, see, ZZ Top is in the video. They even endorsed it. They even endorsed it. No. Well, that's like um, Florida Georgia Lines had a couple songs with about Tim McGraw, and he's in the songs oh there to verify gosh, it. That's so even worse. Uh, well, yeah, Tim McGraw is not just the greatest thing you in know, the world. But Toupee singing in the rain. Ugh. Do you think? Yeah, ZZ Top. Of course, then Duck Dynasty used ZZ Top "Sharp Dressed Man" as a uh, as their theme song. Hmm. Yeah. You know what's cool about ZZ Top? Two Nothing. guy, two guys have beards, and the one that doesn't, his last name is Beard. That is that is a massive amount of irony right there. That's like art. That well, that's poetic justice. Is what it is. So your art was the best art. Of all the art. <laughs> art. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, just you're a, a TV quote. What do you do with a beard like that? I mean, I don't, don't you figure those guys get it in their guitar strings all the time? I don't know. I don't know. What so do you know what their names are? One of them's Z- like Dusty Hill. Dusty. Somebody came and had a, had a, an encounter with one of them one time. They were down at uh, San Antonio or something. And this guy came into the gun, I guess, I think it was a gun store, and he was just picking out, I mean, he picked out like two or three, like the highest dollar guns they had, and ended up being one of the dudes from ZZ Top, and he like, you know, paid cash for it, and then he gave him like two like back backstage tickets, and uh, oh, nice. it was, uh, they said he was a pretty cool cat, but uh, anyway, yeah, this uh, video, it's pretty terrible. Well, when I thought about this, when we were doing song remakes, the first one that always comes to mind, and yeah, this... You know, this easy top cover right here for by Brad Paisley gets butchered pretty bad. But the I don't want to miss a thing debacle has got to be at the top of the bad list Why would you every remi- day of the week. Why would you remake a shitty song? <laughs> well, it's, I mean, Brad Paisley, yeah, Brad Paisley and ZZ Top are different enough. But what is more different than Aerosmith and Mark Chestnut? Quite a bit. Now, Landon, if you want to maybe, I don't know, get lucky, break off a piece. And get your lady in the mood. Who are you going to use to woo her lyrically? Is it going to be Steven Tyler or is it going to be <laughs> Mark Chestnut? Probably. Who do you think is going to get those pheromones rolling? Yeah, I'm not going to not going to use Mark Chestnut to. <laughs> I'm not going to go there to say something about some other nuts. But anyway, <laughs> these nuts. Um, yeah, probably you're probably going with Aerosmith there. I mean, Steven Tyler, you're one. I mean, he's got the scream down. He's got the, I mean, he's just got the thing. He got the it. And Mark Chestnut, he doesn't. He's just got the country song. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I mean, it's just. He's good, but. I mean, he, yeah, he's a, I guess he's good. I mean, I, I like some of his, the, if we're talking good songs, Mark Chestnut, it's too cold at home. I mean. Compared to today's country, he's a god. That's, but. uh, 
It's too cold at home. I mean, that's a eight nineties classic a, country song. song. It's too hot to fish. It's too hot for golf, but it's too cold at home, man. I t- I've listened to that song. I mean, YouTube, one. man, you can do anything and everything. It's got to be killing. Well, not killing. I don't feel bad for him, but like the music video people, like MTV. Of course, they don't have music on it anymore. They but have sixteen and pregnant, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I'm surprised they don't have like 13 and pregnant or something. <laughs> yeah, that's coming. I like I like the I like the TV show um and I don't watch it but it, it's an interesting concept 60 days in where these people aren't even in prison and they go into prison to pretend to be in prison <laughs> and then they get these interviews. How do they do when do they interview them? Are they interviewing while they're in prison? Don't you think the other actual inmates would get suspicious? Right, yeah. I mean, isn't the whole, like the undercover boss stuff, like the whole gag where they don't know it is, and these camera crews are following them around all the time. Don't you think, I mean, even if you've been in prison for 20 years, they've got cable TV in there. They're going to be watching some A&E or some ABC where at the end of all these reality TV shows, the people are shocked that this was not the show that they thought it was going to be. Yeah, I mean, you have you have the scared straight show. Like, yeah, the scared. Yeah, isn't that good enough? You have actual prisoners. Yeah, <laughs> like, why do you need fake prisoners? Has life gotten that good where we have to have fake prisoners to or give like, their take on prison life? Yeah, anything like like why why is there more than one show about cake? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's just it's just a dessert. Like, oh, well, we need to have. You may need to have two or three shows about cake. Yeah. Like, one's not enough. Can't one cover it? <laughs> I mean, and I think there's more than one. Isn't there one more than one show on drag queens? Oh, I'm sure. I mean, how many girls? I don't know. I've got a sister-in-law that w- that watches RuPaul's Drag Race, and she is not liberal. She mm. is not liberal. She's must be weird, but she's not liberal. And yet she watches RuPaul's Drag Race, and... It's just, I don't get it. So well, we're ten minutes in and we've done two songs. So yeah. Well, <laughs> hey, I make the rules. You know, <laughs> there are no rules in this bad boy. It's true. So uh, yeah, uh, but no. Back to this. I don't want to miss a thing. So of course that was the song in Armageddon, and you know if Mark Chestnut's playing that song during the movie, I don't think those spaceships are getting off the ground. Maybe that's why he did it because he didn't he didn't want to miss a thing. Like even <laughs> oh, he missed it. Even he missed the, the mark. Even the chance to do a horrible remake. Oh, oh, he now he didn't miss his chance there. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I mean, Aerosmith. I mean, they've got what like forty number one. I don't know how many number one hits they got. It's not many. They George. have one. They have one number one hit, and it's that song. Are you serious? The one from Armageddon. That's their only number one hit. What about, dude? I've got the Aerosmith greatest hits. You're telling have, me I not have, one I have of two them of their is greatest number- hits. N- n- no, they only had one number one. Pink. They, no, they even had. God, get out of the '90s. They even had that. They even had that song on the intro to Days of Confused. Sweet yeah. emotions. That's a that's good not song. a number one song. Mm-mm. I don't believe you. They only had one number one, and they sold out to get it. Just like Bob Seger, he they was. They sold out. You're not one of they those had a guys, movie are song. you? Maybe not sold out. Sell out. Oh, I hate that. Why did Yahoo get changed to my default engine? Okay, Aerosmith <laughs> number one hits. I don't. I don't. But that's just impossible. Aerosmith number one hits. Damn it. H i t. Yes, I know. Suck it. Aerosmith biggest Billboard Hot 100 hits. Dude, look at that. He's got the skunk deal. Okay. Uh, okay, the Rock and Roll in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, yada yada yada, have notched 21 Hot 100 entries since their formation in Boston, 1970. 
I don't want to miss a thing. Their Armageddon power ballad, penned by Diane Warren, topped the chart for four weeks, becoming their sole number one hit. And nearly 25 years after the band first appeared on the hot, that is unbelievable. There's a lot of bands. I don't. I didn't mean to say sell out, but there's a lot of bands yeah, who did. have who it. have who have great songs and. Their number, no, number one, one hits are like crappy. Like Bob Seger, he has tons of great. Like his greatest hits is two CDs, and his number one hit is that shakedown what, breakdown song from Beverly Hills Cop Two. It's not a the like Metallica. The Metallica. Ooh, that's a good one. Turn the page. Turn Bob the Seger. page was not number one. Mm-mm. Bob Seger's only number one hit was some cru- some crusty song from <laughs> Beverly Hills Cop Two. You love that word. Yeah, you love that word, crusty. I swear to God. But who did it better? Bob Seger's Turn the Page or, or Metallica? Oh, they're pretty similar, aren't they? They're pretty close. I mean, they're pretty I, I like closely Bob made. Better, but they're, yeah. they're both pretty good. Metallica's pretty, I mean, Metallica's pretty tight. Which goes up to one of mine that are pretty similar, and they're only two years apart. John Cougar, Mellencamp's I Need a Lover, and Pat Benatar's so I Need a Lover. See, they're you're they're gonna both have... pretty good. John Cougar, Mellencamp's is better. I but. Need a Lover. Would I know it if I heard it? I would think so. I need a lover. If anybody knew that, it'd be you. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a lover. She's hot in the sun. Uh, uh, easy. Need a lover. Need a lover. That's a commercial. That's scary. Man, I don't even want to know. I see they're not hearing it on the deal because it doesn't record through the computer. Of course, there is copyright laws. So True. I need a lover. It's got so for all those of you not in the room with us right now, there's a YouTube video and it's got a record playing on the uh, on the screen here. Good old vinyl. I never really, I never had any vinyl records. We had a lot of Chipmunks <laughs> albums. <laughs> my my mom's got a couple of Bill Cosby albums. We even had one. <laughs> we even had one. That you would get in your Happy Meal. You'd get a little record from McDonald's. I don't remember that. And you would go back and they would sing the the Big Mac song, the special sauce. Oh, sesame uh, seed sesame seed between two. Yeah, yeah uh-huh. two, two all beef patties, Patty special sauce, sauce, lettuce, cheese. That's, and if they sang it correct, you would take it back and you'd win a prize, which oh, our guys geez. made it to about the second lyric and they screwed <laughs> up. So, See, you would have thought Happy Meals cost a million dollars when I was a kid because my, God, oh, my mom would not buy me a Happy Meal, man. Really? She would buy, she'd buy me, we'd go to McDonald's, but by God, she wouldn't buy me a Happy Meal, dude. I, that freaking box must have been made of like the Ark of the Covenant gold or something. You didn't have all the awesome toys? Hell I mean, no, I didn't have no awesome that's, that's how we got our, our Halloween buckets was <laughs> from McDonald's. <laughs> what was the Grimace? I remember getting yeah. a Grimace toy. The uh, yeah. Gumby-looking purple guy. I remember getting like the Land Before Time toys <laughs> yeah. and Little Mermaid action figures. Man, um, yeah, I bet you got Little Mermaid action little, figures. Little Mermaid bath toys. Oh, good stuff. God, that's awesome. So uh, I need a lover. I don't guess I need a lover because I don't know the song. John Fogerty is doing a crossroads uh, with ZZ Top and Sharp Dressed Man. Do you know any songs by John Fogerty? Uh, put me in, Coach. I don't know. I'm ready to play. You've never heard the I'm sure one I probably of the best baseball songs of all time. I don't. I could play I, center field. Is that is that what y'all do on your intros during softball games? You know it at pitcher and you start playing John Fogerty. I'm out there. Landon. I'm out there whistling it. Put me in, coach. I'm ready to play. Kind of like <laughs> Baby Shark with Elvis Andrews. So speaking of number one hits, John Fogerty played with uh, CCR, not not Cross, crossing, no. uh, Credence. Yeah, and they never had a U.S. number one. 
Creighton's? They had like five or six number twos. They had, they had a UK number one, but no oh, U, no US. No US. I, I almost said Sweet Home Alabama, and that's Leonard Skinner. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, oh, they're all from the South, aren't they? Oh, probably. How, how many times has Sweet Home Alabama been redone? That's a good question that needs to be answered. I don't know. Can you imagine the number of times they've sang that song? God, can you imagine how sick they must have been of that? Mm-hmm. And it's an easy song. I mean, it's an easy, uh, well, I say that I hadn't mastered yet but sweet home alabama the uh the cadence of it is pretty uh is is pretty simple it's a c a d well, they kind of wrote it because neil young wrote a song kind of bashing the south so they kind of wrote that oh re- how do you know it. all this stuff i know a lot about music do you read like stuff cla- classic rock oh yeah classic rock in 80s i, I know a lot like okay. did, did you even know like leonard skinner's main guy died in a plane plane crash, crash yeah like, i do okay. that you know why i knew that because in the in uh con air because you watched joe dirt too <laughs> no because in con air the guy that plays the the serial killer that everybody's scared of and he's the uh always plays the nerdy parts in movies he talks oh, about yeah. how it's oh, ironic yeah, that yeah. they're on a plane full of convicts singing a song by a band yeah, john play- malkovich or whatever yeah yeah. Uh, yeah with john malkovich and nicholas cage Sweet Home Alabama is sung by Southern rock band Leonard Skinner that first appeared in 1974. It reached, get this, it reached number eight on the U.S. chart in 1974 and was the band's second hit single. One of the most iconic classic rock songs never hit number one. Yeah, a lot of classic rock songs did. That is unbelievable. Yep. I guess I just don't know anything about it. Oh, man, the creation... Man, we could do like all kinds of podcasts about this stuff. Yeah, I could, I, I could do music. Oh yeah, totally every, every week. Leonard Skinner, top the number seven or number eight on the U.S. charts, and maybe they were just all ret- like weird about their album choices back in the day. The the whole because who does it? I guess all the radio people back in the day, back then they uh, yeah they pretty just, pretty much in the seventies. If your name wasn't Elton John or Nilsson Decker or somebody, well they were getting out of. Or a three dog night. You weren't you weren't getting number one night. song. Jeez. Oh, okay. Was, so you're saying only the sellout. It was like it was it. like not sellouts, but pop. <laughs> I didn't mean to say sellout. <laughs> well, you said it, so I know. Songwriters are Ed King, Gary. I guess selling out would be like Bob Seger singing the like a rock song and letting it go to letting it go to Chevy. Oh, or oh yeah. Uh, no, or probably Chevy. The, yeah, like a Chevy. Uh, I don't know what's their what was their tagline? The heart. Like a ship. rock, like a rock, yeah, like a rock. Well, he, I mean, he wrote that song years before that. Can you imagine the royalties that those songwriters, Sweet Home Alabama, have earned? It's got to be, oh man, unbelievable. It's got to be huge. Yeah, we could totally go over lyrics on these songs too. That's pretty wild because most everybody, you think you know every single correct word to Sweet Home Alabama? Because they talk <laughs> about. Because no, I mean, I know they sing about muscle shows or something. In sure. Birmingham, they love the governor. Boo, boo, boo. I'm sure boo, boo, boo reply, uh, refers boo, to. Boo. Yeah, they heard they heard Neil Young sing about it. Was that a now That's the governor of, of Alabama? That was a uh, that was in the '60s. I'm thinking of, but that was Mississippi. That was um, who was the guy that ran for president? He was a big segregationist. Um, oh man, got uh, attempted assassination on him. Um, I don't know. We'll think of it in a minute. But uh, I don't think that's who they referred. George Wallace. Yeah, George Wallace. So he was the governor of Alabama. Mm -hmm. That's who it was. It was the reference to governor of Alabama, George Wallace. I don't know if they called him Boo or Boo, but nonetheless, Boo is in there. So... So what about the song "Always Something There to Remind Me"? The always something there. I do know always something there. That's been in that like in a. That's like the ultimate like 
That's soft drink commercial song, isn't it? Could be. That's probably one of my favorite remakes. I think that one got the And who, who is the original? The original was sung by... Oh, I know You Don, don't know? Well, we saw it a while ago. I know. Is it Dion Warwick, I think? The psychic? No, the singer. I think it's Dion she Warwick. Was, she was a singer. The same chick was the psychic well, hotline, wasn't it? Look it up. Always there. Always something there to remind me of. And then Don Williams, the general giant, he remade it in the 70s. And then Naked Eyes made it in the 80s, remade it in the 80s. Good God, dude. You're like a walking Wikipedia for this stuff. Yeah, I know. There's always music. something there to remind me. It's a song written in the 60s by Burke. Burt Bacharach and dude, Hal David. The dude from Austin uh, Powers. Austin Powers. <laughs> and now Burt Bacharach does... <laughs> and Elvis Costello. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, God, I laughed so hard. And God, you talk about a dirty freaking... I mean, he's a commie, Burt Bacharach is. Man, he said some nasty stuff about the United States. There Burt, it is, Dion Warwick. Yeah, Dion. Okay, okay, where is it at? You saw it? Dion Warwick. Top line. Top line in the 1963 is uh, is a six-time Grammy-winning singer, actress, television host, and former UN Global Ambassador to the Food and Ag Organization. Hey, we got it back around to agriculture. <laughs> nice. So wheat. Now, where is the Psychic Hotline Network? It's got to be down here to... I don't know. It's got to be the same person. I know it's the same person. Don't even try. You're not a very good psychic. No. <laughs> I can't, so, I I can't reach your mind over here. Yeah. So I think the last one I got is the band REM. They do some remakes like Wichita Lineman and Toys in the Attic and uh, Pell Blue Eyes, and they're they're pretty good. And I'm not going to go into them, but they're they're a pretty good cover band. Now, before I was a huge Dwight Yoakam fan, I was a big anti Dwight Yoakam person, and mm. I always remember saying, you know, he's not that good because he's just remaking Elvis songs. And uh, he did a lot. He's did. Um, let me pull them up here. Dwight Yoakam songs. I, I always say that, and then I can't remember which ones they were. Dwight Yoakam songs. Here we go. This is how prepared we are. All right. And Dwight Yoakam is like totally awesome and everything. So, a Suspicious Minds. That's one I know without even looking. Let's see. Uh, not Streets of Bakersfield. You're the one. That's a good one. Uh, I think Little Sister. I think Elvis did that one. And yeah, there's like three or four. Ain't that lonely? You know? No, no. But I know there's like three or four. He did Elvis songs, and then I finally like got woke to Dwight Yoakam and figured out he was awesome and everything. Are you a big Elvis fan? Nah. Fat Elvis or skinny Elvis? <laughs> Either one. Did Did he even sing anything once he got fat? Do you think he's still alive? Yes, he did. My parents saw him and he was pretty fat. In Vegas or what? And not like the P-H-A-T. P-H-A-T. I don't I don't know where they saw him. One of our favorite stories is my, my, my dad and my granddad, they were putting up their windmill in front of my granddad's house. And my mom pulled up crying, and she was saying, "They're like, what's wrong?" And she's like, "Elvis, she just died." And oh, you know, God. she's kind of crying. And they lower the flag too, or something. I don't know, but my granddad, I mean, just looks over, totally oblivious, and he's like, "Didn't he used to sing?" Kind of, kind of, kind of killed the mood. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't he have that scandalous way where he shook yeah. his hips everywhere? And, yeah, he uh, did that devil dancing. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so hell, he died in what seventies? Seventy eight, I yeah, think. Late yeah, late seventies. So supposedly yeah. on the toilet, on the toilet, and he was like, didn't he? Have, they allegedly have like so many pounds of fecal matter in his body oh, when he died. I don't know because he was all jacked up on. Wasn't he all jacked up on meds and everything? I think kind of like JFK. I don't know, man. I mean, he died a different know. way, but you know, he didn't die on the can. Which I guess JFK didn't die in the car. Actually, he died. And they lost Elvis and, and John Wayne within a year. That's pretty rough. Tough oh, times back then, at the end times. of the seventies. Yeah, 
well, you know, the Vietnam War was over and they quit Apollo, so you know they can't have you True. can't have everything in life. Well, guys, we were I guess kind of talked about song styles and remakes a little bit, but now we have uh, to talk about the the cowboy song. Yeah, let's <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> okay, so um, where have all the cowboys gone? Did you love it when it was when it was on the radio? I didn't love it, but I heard it a lot. Yeah, I did hear it a lot. It sounded pretty good when we listened to it a while ago. Yeah, heck, well, it was the original version, man. So um, since we're already there, let's. Yeah, I don't want to get away from this this mood here. So the Jose Cuervo song, I I Blows forever that that is a chick singing that song. This is before. This is before auto-tune and everything. I this thought it was is, a man, too. I absolutely thought this was some gay dude singing a song about, did I dance on the bar? Did I start a fight? Did I kiss on the cowboys? Did I shoot out the lights? That, I mean, then, so we, then we saw, we just saw on YouTube uh, her doing a uh, little live sit-in here recently. And, you know, of course, she's aged a whole lot because they Still wrote Still looked really good. She looked pretty shiny. There was a lot of Botox. I mean... But she started playing the song because she couldn't remember the words. <laughs> and everybody everybody else in there is like 75 to 80 years that, old. That's what you want. You, your biggest and probably only hit, and you have to have a piece of paper with the lyrics on <laughs> because it. Because <laughs> I, yeah, I don't think that she had any other hits because that was 1983, and that was the decade of one-hit wonders, even in country music. That's so. when country was having some crossover hits with like old... Uh, Oh, Eddie Rabbit. Oh, I love a rainy night. Yeah, I love a rainy night. Juice Newton playing with the Queen of Hearts. You that was a good th- one. For some reason, when I saw um, Ronnie Millsap, I, I thought all country artists were all blind, <laughs> 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 or anybody that wore sunglasses yeah, was blind. It's like I just I didn't know Snoop Dogg was blind. He's just high. What's that horrible joke that everybody says when you mention Ronnie? Have you ever seen his guitar? Have you ever seen his piano? Neither is he. <laughs> like, real original. <laughs> yeah, I haven't heard that one before. Yeah. So yeah, and but so yeah, we've confirmed that it's a chick singing the Jose Cuervo song. It's White Town. I know you're everybody millennial or otherwise remembers White Town that sang the song Your Woman. Now the video we're watching it, and now I, we figured out why millennials are so screwed up because of the music videos that were playing in the background while they were sleeping in the crib in the 1980s. Mm-hmm. It all makes sense. So there's a little, uh, but of course you're a millennial, so I, I missed the boat by I didn't miss the boat. I missed the wreck by a couple of years. Actually, I'm an exennial, and so are you. And what that is is no, because you were 80. The the six years between the first Star Wars, the first like seventy seven to eighty three, the last Star Wars, those people are considered exennials, which oh is God. a mixture of both. I read an article. Well, I'm stupid, an, but I'm an ex wing fighter. Did you see the new trailer for the new Star Wars movie? No, looks, I'm a, I'm about five Star Wars movies behind. <laughs> it looks pretty badass. It is the they say it's the the end, you know, and they're saying that about the new It movie, you know. Is the, it see the end? Is it going in the is it going in the vault like the Disney vault? Yeah, right, yeah, uh huh. Buy uh, this movie now before it goes in the vault. In the yeah, for a limited time only. We're yeah. do, we're gonna only sell our bestseller product yeah. until gonna, we put it back in the vault. It's gonna go it, in the vault forever, or until it becomes profitable again. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> then it's coming out as quick as possible. So anyway, in the trailer C three PO has got red eyes, so I don't know if. I didn't know robots could go to the dark side, but it looks like C-3PO may be going over to the dark side. And uh, did you know that C-3PO and R2-D2 are the only characters in the Star Wars universe that have been in every single movie? Hmm, I did not know that. Mm-hmm, there you go. You think, beep, you, boop, beep, 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 <laughs> you think you know lots about movie or music. I know lots about Star Wars. Yeah. And I know, I know enough that the first three remakes were just, I mean, I don't know what they did. I don't know what Liam Neeson did to deserve to be in a terrible movie. 
And did they, you like them or no? No. Okay, I didn't either. The first three, the Phantom Men. The best one of those was um, the last one with um, Hayden Christensen, the I Revenge think of the Sith. I by then quit, quit watching. Yeah, but, but then the first, of course, now the new Star Trek movies are pretty badass. Are you more of a Star Wars fan or a Star Trek fan? Well, I've spent more time on Star Trek just for the sheer volume of hours that they've put out. But... I do like. I don't know. I think I watch. You're holding whenever, on to, whenever, whenever it's on. You're holding on to both of them, and they're hanging off a cliff, and you got to let one go, and you can only save one. Which well, one are you pulling? For out? the great of humanity, you got you got to save Star Wars. Okay. Because I don't want because the, here's how I measure it. If either one's on television, and if obviously it's a rerun, I'm gonna stop at the Star Wars one first, hmm. just because I don't know. It's nostalgic. Speaking of hanging off a cliff, you ever see The Good Son? The good son is that Macaulay Culkin goes to live with like. Is this pre Michael Jackson or after Michael Jackson? I don't know because I'm sure he's going to a cliff. Anyway, Macaulay Culkin's like this evil kid, and at the end of the movie, oh yeah, I think I have seen it, but I don't remember it. The aunt's holding like her kid, and Macaulay Culkin. No, no, no. The Macaulay Culkin's real mom lets him go at the end because he's he's not he's He's not a good kid. Yeah, he's 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 he was home alone too long. You must have been. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, like for three movies worth. Yeah. Or was he just on the first two? He was in the first two. Oh, okay. He wouldn't. So now Macaulay Culkin's brother is in Signs. Yeah, and he was in Home Alone movies also. Oh, he, oh okay. he was Fuller. Oh, okay. The one that wets the bed. I don't think I saw. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Good thinking. Now, what was Buzz? Yeah, that was that was his big <laughs> so, brother. Here's a funny story. So remember when he's going through Buzz's stuff and he's uh-huh. like, "Buzz, your girlfriend." Woof. <laughs> the, the the director thought it would thought it would like kill a girl John Hughes. yeah to actually do that to a girl and so what they did was one of the one of the writers or producers got a picture got his son to dress up like oh a girl really and take a picture because they didn't want to hurt some what girl's feelings, feelings. <laughs> so that's actually a guy that you're looking wow. at Woof. <laughs> and he just like breaks the frame <laughs> uh you know we actually saw home alone in the movie theater and yeah, i mean too. it was for it couldn't have been for my birthday, I don't think. No, it was around Christmas. Because well, it was winter. Christmas, well, February. Yeah. It could have been. It might have still been in Yeah, theaters. it might have still been there, but I remember, oh, my God, we laughed and laughed. It was at Westgate Mall, man. Yeah, that's, that's before the, we went, yeah. That's before the big the theaters were even in her in Amarillo. I remember I was sneaking in a sneaking in a big red in my jacket, and the, <laughs> and the lid was loose, and I filled up oh, my. Oh, big red drink. I'll yeah, tell you. <laughs> filled, filled up my coat pocket full of big red. It was <laughs> kind of rough. Oh, God. Yeah, we'd funny. always go to Target before going to a movie, and we'd stock up Jesus, on candy. Jeez, <laughs> I swear. Well, guys, that is our nostalgic storytelling for this episode but we're going to get out of here because we're running out of time and we're out of time so we don't know what we're going to do next week we'll figure something out and uh, like I said stay tuned for the uh, joint football kickoff podcast being recorded this week and I don't know maybe it's live that'd be awesome if it's live but if it's not oh well hut 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 there you go woof but until next time everybody we hope like I said we know times are you know times are tough everybody the market's down and uh People are at each other's throats on the political scene. So come join us. Listen to us for 45 minutes. And uh, if you can't roll your eyes or at least laugh once, then you can't be helped. But until next time, guys, y'all be cool, y'all be safe, and we'll ask you, what side of the line are you on? The Dryline Farmer Podcast brought to you by The Zany Group, where we say, give us all your money. 
they're not all winners. Hey, this is the Dryline Farmer Podcast, all rights reserved, member of the Global Ag Network. Y'all be awesome. It's 2019.